0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Real View Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Wiley. With me is my co host, Carrie Arblasser. And joining us as our special guest today is Alex Cruz, who is the National Vice President of the LGBTQ Alliance. Alex, we are so happy to have you here
1: today. And Carrie, thank you always for joining me too. You are so welcome, Allison. I'm happy to be here snuggled in my home surrounded by snow. I bet it's even colder for you, Alex, because you are up in the great city of Cleveland. But before we get started, we ask all of our guests the same question, which we love because the answers are fantastic. As you know, the podcast is called The Real View, And what we want to know from you is what is the best view that you have ever had?
2: Oh. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Best we have had. I've been thinking about this because, you know, I've heard back on other podcasts and I'm like, I need to come up with something cool and something different or what it is. So I recall back I was in Costa Rica on vacation several years back. We were in in the rainforest region of Costa Rica, and it is absolutely beautiful, breathtaking. It's like something out of a movie. So I'm sitting in a hot tub with a bottle of champagne, okay? And you have all these beautiful trees and flowers and these, you know, these colors. And then there's monkeys going through them like, you know, like, wow, real monkeys going through the trees and birds, you know, like like big macaws and toucans and things like that. And then there's an active volcano. Well, it's active, but not active, but a volcano off to my right with a little some smoke coming out of it. And it just seems so surreal. Like I thought I was like I was in a movie or something that was created by Disney because it just it did not seem real to me.
1: One of those things that you look around and you're like, where, where am I? Is this real life? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) That is fantastic. I kind of wish I was there today. I do like the snow, but I tell you some sunshine will be nice.
2: I do like the snow too. Again, not being originally from Ohio, I'm, I'm originally from Florida. I had never seen snow in my life till I moved here and people think I'm crazy, but I absolutely love it. Like, when it's snowing, I might as well be five years old out the way I am outside playing it in the snow.
0: I wish. I wish I enjoyed snow that much. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I have to scrape off my car again. Like, no, I I hate it. (laughs) I
1: I enjoyed it it on
0: Christmas Day. Like, Christmas Day, it was beautiful. We had that white Christmas. Other than that,
2: no thanks. (laughs) I shovel off my car with a smile. I'm like, oh, look at the
1: snow. (laughs) (laughs) Your family probably thinks you're nuts. For wanting to be up here. If you ever need another car to scrape off, Alex, mine is always available. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's actually kind of a good segue into talking about you, Alex, and your work within the real estate industry. As Allison mentioned, you are the vice president of the LGBTQ plus real estate alliance. You also do a lot of work here in Ohio in your capacity as a realtor. But before we talk about those things, I just want to back it all the way up and find out A... How did you become a realtor? And then, I guess, B, how the heck did you get to Ohio?
2: <laughs> All right, and, and I do get that question a lot, actually, about the Ohio part, not the realtor. So I've I've actually grown up around it a lot, you know. Back in Florida, my aunt, you know, had the brokerage. Well, she started off as an agent, now she has a brokerage. So she's so I've kind of been around it like my whole life. I was licensed in Florida too. I did a, I did a very part time there because. I you know I had a job I was in retail management and I wasn't ready to give up you know that steady paycheck for something that was kind of there plus I, you know again and since I've been around it I'm like you know it's one of those do I really want to do this do I not want to do this and that kind of stuff so then it just got to a point in my life where I wanted to make a change and um, I did know two people in Ohio. And that's why when I decided I wanted to leave Florida and I had to go someplace where, you know, I knew a person or two, I wouldn't go where I knew nobody. And I had visited before. I wasn't, I didn't throw a dart on the, you know, at a map or anything like that. I had been here a couple of times. I really love, you know, especially up here in Cleveland, you know, I love the the vibe the city has. There's such great civic pride in the state and in the cities. I have more shirts that say Cleveland on it than I've ever had anything that said Miami on it, you know, so. <laughs> that's that, <funny>. that, awesome. <laughs> So that that civic pride that Ohioans have, and and you know, in the state and and for the city, is something I had never really felt because being from South Florida, you know, in Miami, almost everybody moves from there, from someplace else, you know, and moves to there. So kind of like you, you don't run into very many people that were that are locals there. So you know, like, I'll meet people, and they're like, hey, we just moved here from so and so. Where are you from? I'm like, oh, from here. They're like, no, 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 originally. Where are you from? Here. I am from here. And then I'm like the real Pokemon. They want to take a selfie or something like that because (laughs) they just met a native Miamian or something like that. So, you know, that was interesting and I kind of I wanted to experience, you know, just new culture and that's how I ended up here.
1: So you came up to Ohio knowing two people and that was enough to get you to Cleveland. So did you immediately start practicing real estate again or what was your plan when you got here?
2: I knew before I got here, I was going to do real estate. So I already signed up for you know my classes and I literally, I took my classes three weeks. Uh, that was actually the time I did it. It's, it's going on six years now. it will be six years at the end of this month actually. So at the time it was in class only. Now they offer online. So I took my 120 hours in three weeks and then kind of passed my test. So I was licensed by April and I got here February 23rd. So in a month and a half, you know, practically I passed and, you know, got licensed and started practicing.
0: Alex, you are the 2021 Vice President of the National LGBTQ Real Estate Alliance. So tell us a little bit about this organization. What is it all about? What are you hoping to accomplish with your role as National Vice President? And what does the organization hope to accomplish?
2: The LGBTQ Alliance, we're a 501c6 nonprofit that is dedicated to empowering the LGBTQ community on their path to homeownership. You know, we strive to improve our professional lives of our members while providing a resource for consumers to assist with the home buying, selling, and process as a whole. As National Vice President, my primary role is to oversee the chapter program, which is in 55 chapters in 36 states. And as an organization, we have a lot of different goals we like to accomplish, and it doesn't really matter who's in the position at the time. The organization has the goals, whether it's me or John, who's the current president, or whoever else is going to follow us you know, we're going through the organization is going to have these goals, which is to end the housing discrimination and, you know, based off sexual orientation and gender identity, we want to help decrease the amount of of LGBT homeless youth that are on the streets these, you know, these days. Also, there's a lot of issues surrounding the LGBTQ senior population in there. So, you know, the Alliance, you know, our mission is to advocate, elevate and celebrate those victories.
1: So, Alex a couple of questions. How many, like, I'm just curious as to how many chapters are here in Ohio, but beyond that, the role of the chapter is obviously to engage realtors, you know, and practicing realtors. But I think there's also kind of a different component in that you guys are trying to bring together allies of the community, correct?
2: Yeah, absolutely. The organization is not just for the LGBTQ community. It is is for allies. I'd like to say, you know, we're creating an army of allies because there are more allies than there are of the LGBTQ community as a whole. We only represent 4.5% of the American population. So the ally is key in the organization because they're gonna help push and be that voice on our behalf as well when it comes to discrimination you know, for housing or for you know any other challenges we're having as a group.
1: I think that's great. And you also um, are kind of at the forefront in this area in a different way you created a course specifically for realtors to be able to take that's called at least here in ohio it was called the lgbtq community and home ownership course which is a ce course that people can take to fulfill their licensing requirements you know talk with us about that like how did you come up with the idea to create that course and then share with us a little bit about the content of the course and what the participants get at the end
0: And we were also so lucky to have you as a speaker and you gave us, you know, a bit of this course at our winter conference, which will have happened just a couple of weeks ago by the time this episode is airing. So anybody that may have attended that conference, you probably heard a bit of this course. And yeah, let us know um, more about that, you know, what people can expect. And then for those that attended our conference, you know, how they can learn more.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The course came about, it was funny, because I would just, you know, once I, I felt comfortable enough to tell people, because I was very reserved when I first got here, so I wasn't like swinging jazz hands, hey, hi, I'm Alex, to you know, everybody that I met. It was kind of like I took a reserved approach and just kind of got comfortable with my surroundings before I became the advocate that, you know, I am here. And the course just came from people asking me questions. Once people found out I was gay, it was like, you know, they were playing Ask the Gay a Question, and they would, you know, ask me a series of questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is yeah. that a it real was, thing? It was, and and I just have to me, laugh
1: for a second. Yes, that was that, great.
2: That, <laughs> that's okay. and I'm perfectly okay with that because to me, that's just a conversation that just starts a conversation, you know, and that makes somebody become more comfortable with it because. You know, I know there's a lot of different theories that people say or their fear of the LGBT community or they just don't like them out of some strange reason. That's like, all of a sudden, I don't like you because you told me uh, you prefer pumpkin pie over apple pie. You know, it makes no sense. Now I hate you and I'm not going to sell you my house because you don't like pumpkin pie. You know, it makes no sense to me. So the course was spawned off of just questions I was asking and people wanted to know. So I saw that there was such a need for that here. Again, coming from South Florida, you know, we're a little more, you know, we're a little more open there and you know it was okay and it was my bubble so i felt comfortable there so coming here i i didn't but once i you know i came out here and everything was that that came from the you know i saw there was such a need for the information here that i'm like this needs to be a class yeah it's going to benefit agents you know like everywhere so when i started the class i did it just first for my brokerage and then after i molded it more and you know i used them as a focus group and then after i did that then I have a really great relationship at ACAR, the Akron Cleveland Association of Real Tourists, and I took the class to them, and they absolutely loved it, and that's what got the ball rolling.
0: This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-license course locations. I love that you said that, you know, it was okay that everyone was asking you questions because so much of learning comes from asking questions and comes from just having a discussion and and learning more about each other. And when you presented at Winter Conference, I was watching the chat box on the side as I'm listening, and there were so many members commenting with their stories, with similar things they've experienced, with their thoughts. And, you know, as you're speaking and sharing your story, they were reacting to it. And it was just great to see that engagement and that conversation, you know, on a topic that, as you mentioned, you know, may not be as open and welcoming. So it was really great to see. And that presentation that you gave at Winter Conference, is that pretty much the course or is there more to it? And I know we were chatting before this podcast and you're like, normally, like, I like to, you know, be with people and we all wish we could all be together. How was that different or not different from the usual course, what you presented on at Winter Conference?
2: The material I did present at winter conference is definitely in the course there There was some stuff I took out of it. There's a breakout session where you know I bring people up into groups and you know there's some discussion there, plus the fact that I couldn't interact as well with people because they had to only add in a chat, which probably also restricted to some of their stories because you know it's easier to have a conversation than it is to you know I'm not typing three paragraphs in a chat here you know so I think that restricted the dialogue a lot but it was very overwhelming, the results, the feedback I got from people just finding me on Facebook and just started sending me private messages and things like that, where I think literally when I was done and my phone and my Facebook were blowing up, I think I just had tears because it was just so overwhelming, You know everybody's reaction to the class where I think it was a shot in the dark. I was appreciate that you know Ohio Realtors allowed me to present it, but I didn't know what the feedback was going to be. I didn't know what on a state level. I've done it here at Akron, Cleveland, and things like that, but overall as a state, how it would be received. I was glad it was received well, because again, as I talked about in the course, there's still 27 states in the country that you can be denied housing, shelter, not just buying a house, they could not rent to you or whatever, because you are LGBTQ. Okay, so they could literally discriminate you, 27 states in the country, and Ohio being one of them. So the fact that we are as an organization. Ohio Realtors is embracing this and pushing it down to its members and wanting them to learn this. I think is huge.
0: Yeah, it is. And did anything like this uh, exist before you kind of brought this kind of training? Was there any resources or anything out there before? Or are you kind of a trailblazer and bringing you know something like this to the public and bringing that awareness to all of our realtors?
2: Well, there are resources i didn't I, you know I didn't create the words and the and the definitions and like that. that's all out there i just i put it together and i you know I put together what that structure was going to look like in a classroom form for agents and actually, not even for agents, I've had lenders take this, I've had title people take this, so real estate professionals as a whole, I think it's great information and so all I did was compile it all and you know and put structure to it.
0: Yeah, I know I really enjoyed it and I know, you know, like I said reading some of the comments and seeing, you know, the interaction on Facebook. I know our realtors really love to hear what you have to say too and I think it's just such an important thing and you know, it bothers me so bad that like you mentioned the the discriminatory practices are, you know, okay and that you just want to do something about it and this is one step closer to being able To hopefully change that, we talked a little bit about some of the challenges that are facing the LGBTQ plus community, one being the discriminatory practices, another the homelessness. What are some of the other challenges that this community faces? And what do you think we can do to try to help and and be part of the solution?
2: Well, there's a lot of different challenges. And I don't know if it stems from people not understanding, but at the end of the day, it should just be human decency. Love is love. I shouldn't have to edit and it's happened to me here. I'm standing on a street corner with a guy I was dating and a car drove by and screamed a slur at us. So it's just that, it's that kind of stuff. It shouldn't be that happening or it shouldn't be where, you know what, You know, it's legal to get married, I wanna get married and then a banquet hall doesn't wanna rent me the hall because we're a gay couple or the baker doesn't wanna bake the cake because you know he's not baking a cake for a gay couple. You know what, at the end of the day, it just it just should just be about human decency.
1: So Alex, I mean, our our viewers can't see you, but you are young. You are what I would call a, a young professional in the real estate industry. And we all know and have heard kind of anecdotally the struggle that younger people have to be open about who they are. And so I don't know if you want to speak a little bit about, you know, you're very open about who you are, not only personally, but professionally, you know, and I would imagine that that at first maybe put you at risk or you felt that you were at risk, but if you had any words to give both to just young people in general, but also young LGBTQ plus professionals, maybe just based off of your story and experience.
2: Well, it, it takes time. And, and believe me, I didn't get here overnight. There, it was a struggle. And, and like, like everybody in the community, it, you have to be comfortable with yourself first and in your own skin before you could, you know, express that outward so there was a struggle when I came out of the closet and it was all battles inside me and, you know in my head where you think that oh I'm gonna tell my friends and they're all not going to be my friends it happens you know don't get me wrong it totally does happen so it's the battle that goes in every LGBTQ person's mind when they're they're dealing with the I want to come out that's why the homeless youth you know is so high among our communities because they get kicked out of their house so once you're comfortable in your skin and believe me it took a lot to get here, that's when I think you could, you know, you could really have that voice and create and help create change, you know, about that. So it's it's been a struggle. And at the beginning too, I wasn't very I wasn't very open. Where I tried to I don't want to say hide it, but I wasn't as open as I am now. Where I've had clients, you know, I I think I tell the story in the in the class where I had you know I wear a rainbow bracelet only because I had that awkward moment where a client of mine told me that you know she had some cougars that she could introduce me to. If I, you know, if I wanted to, where it's kind of like, okay, I have that awkward moment where I have to tell her, well, no, I'm, you know, am I gay? You know, that I'm gay or this and that or whatever. So I just laughed it off and and moved on from there because again, there was a fear of, okay, now she doesn't want to work with me. But now I've got to the point where, chainsaw, if you don't want to work with me, I don't want to work with you. I got a text message from a client, and actually I'll probably add this in a slide in one of my classes in the future. A text message from a client saying, hey, my girlfriend is coming on Sunday to see the house with me. Can you turn down the gay? Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I didn't know it was a switch. Wait a minute. Hold on. On off. It's kind of like, so I, I, and my text message, you know, in reply with, was with all due respect, I could care less. You're buying a $600,000 house. I am my authentic self and I will not change for anything.
0: And that's so important. And, Kudos to you for being able to do that because that takes a lot of courage. And you know, I admire you so much for being able to just stand in your truth and present yourself as who you are. And I just think that's amazing. I could just tear up right now because it's just it it makes me sad that you know in in 2021 that this is you know what you're experiencing as a a person who just like you said prefers one thing over another. It's just it's crazy and sad that this is the world that we live in, but I don't know, is there, there's hope, you know, that, that things can change and, you know, I'm hopeful that, that they can. And one of the things too, that I think is, is really cool that I want to talk about is, you know, when you're talking about allies and the point of your organization is to kind of bring allies that can, you know, stand up and link arms and join forces together to fight this Ohio Realtors signed an MOU with the LGBTQ plus real estate Alliance. And, um, we became one of the first, state associations in the country to do so. So talk a little bit about what that means and and, you know, what your thoughts are on that.
2: That was huge because obviously I was excited that happened being obviously I'm in Ohio right now. And then the fact that you know, we are one of the 27 states that, you know, you could still discriminate against for being being discriminated against for being LGBTQ. So the fact that the Ohio Realtors were was going to support the chapters and we have three chapters, Cleveland, Cincinnati and Columbus and support those chapters and allow the local boards to support those chapters and deliver the message and allow me the space to teach the class. I get invited to you know, speak you know, on this podcast, all those kind of things. is huge because in the progress of what can happen and hopefully eventually the state, well, if it's not done on a federal level, that at least the state will pass House Bill 369, which will, is the equality bill for the state of Ohio.
0: Well, we are thrilled to be a part of it, and we couldn't be prouder to have joined forces with you guys in hopes that we can make change for good. This was so great, Alex. If there's realtors who want to learn more about the LGBTQ community and homeownership or any of the things that we talked about today, maybe, you know, more, learn more about your course, how can they learn more and find more information on that?
2: Well, I do hope because of the the fact that I, I had a class at the Winter Conference that A lot more boards and local associations will reach out about having it done there because they have to you know host it and give me the 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 platform in their you know in their market in order to do so so hopefully that'll happen you know that happened more obviously they could they could check out the realestatealliance.org to learn more about the organization the course is something we are rolling out as a group as an organization on a national level which is huge because there's nothing like this in the industry right now so eventually it will be out available regardless of if associations are offering it or not. But, you know, it's the only it is CE approved in the state of Ohio as of right now, only in the state of Ohio. So you guys have, you know, one up on it, you know, as opposed to the, you know, as opposed to the other 49 states. Plus it's, you know, you guys helped me create it here. So you guys are the founders of the course, which I'm excited for that. That's
0: that's really cool. I mean, how awesome for Ohio to be one of the first in the country to sign this MOU and then now the creators and inventors of this wonderful training that hopefully we will open the door up to more states wanting to do something similar. I think that's really awesome and, and props to Ohio for really being the trailblazers in this market. and hopefully we can be an inspiration to some of the other states for the long work in the long road we have ahead to be more equal and, and more diverse in the real estate industry. Absolutely. And
1: thank you to you, Alex, for your courage. You're just an absolute delight. And we are so honored to have you here and to get to tell your story and you to tell your story because it's it's a great one.
0: You are a gift to not only um, your community, but to us at Ohio Realtors and to the world too. So thank you so much yeah, for sharing and being so open and courageous with everything that you do.
2: Thank you again. It's all very humbling that people actually care to hear what I have to say or, or my story. I don't think it's all that exciting, but hey,
0: no, I think you're you're inspiring a lot of people and you're giving a voice um to a community that needs it. And, you know, hopefully the groundwork that you're doing here will set us up for future success in a world where none of this even matters. You know what I mean? Where we won't have to have trainings. It's just, you know, you are who you are and that's okay. And maybe someday we'll get there. But I do think the work that you're doing and, and your story and just being so open and sharing it with the world is going to make a difference. Well,
2: thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, Alex. And like he mentioned, you guys can learn more about the LGBTQ plus Alliance by visiting that website. Check it out. Alex is awesome. Hopefully we'll be seeing more of you in the future, whether that is on Zoom or in person, but I am sure (laughs) we will be talking to you again soon. So thank you, Alex, for being here with us today. Thanks, Carrie, as always, for joining me too. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast We'll see you next time.